Welcome to Making Sense of Parenting. This show is dedicated to helping parents change chaos, confusion, and struggle into calm, clear connections with their kids, all in a way that aligns with their faith. Hey there, I'm your host, Kelly Shoup, helping you navigate the bumpy road of raising kids. Let's dive into today's topic. Hi there. Do you ever feel guilty because you can't be everywhere and do everything for all the people that you care about and love? There isn't a single mom that I know and a lot of dads too who feel like they want to give and they want to be able to be available for their family, for their friends, for their kids in a way that they just really can't. And so maybe you don't feel guilty about it, but as a mother, maybe you feel frustrated or overwhelmed or just downright exhausted. Like I am so tired of trying to be everywhere and everything for everyone. Okay, well, that's what we're going to talk about today. And I want to give you parents relief. It is like my mission to make parenting easier for you. But today, I'm going to give you a great tip and some strategies that you can put in place to um, have your kids experience being seen and heard by you. And you don't even have to be in the room. Like you aren't even going to be there. Now, some of the ways that we're going to do this, you're going to have to have um, a mindset of you might be there in stealth super mom mode. Like it might not be, it's going to be different than probably most um, parents have even thought of. So just, I need you to have an open mind is what I'm saying. Okay. Because remember, I live in the preschool world a lot. And so I like to play, I like make-believe, imagination. We can use all these things to be effective in your parenting so that your, um, your kids feel really known by you. Okay, if you have just landed here today, I'm Kelly. I am a parent coach, Catholic mindset coach, pediatric occupational therapist, mom of three. And like I say, I'm on a mission to make parenting easier for you in lots of ways. One of the things that I am very passionate about also is for kids, well, and for parents also, for each human to know themselves really well. And a lot of that I encourage or facilitate from a body first approach. And again, this aligns with my faith. This aligns with exactly how God created humans to grow and develop and learn and to be on purpose for God's purpose for us. Um, So that starts in the body. The brain's involved, but from birth through age six, there is so many changes, growth and development going on in a child's 
physical body. So that's where I focus. I want people to really know themselves, to know, ooh, I like this, and to not just know it in their head. I want them to know it and feel it in their body and have evidence of it through actions and things that they do because it's that muscle, mind, memory, all of it working together. And again, this is God gave us a body and a mind and a soul. It's it's all one. It all works together. And it it's to our advantage. We are to be fully awake, fully alive with God's purpose for us. And so if I just have good mindset, but I haven't brought my body with it, then it doesn't work. Okay. So back to our subject today, we are absolutely going to dive into some ways that it's going to be easier for you in your day because your kids are going to feel seen and heard by you, but you don't even have to be in the room. Okay. So this is exciting. First way that you can do this is by keeping some of the art projects, the pictures, the little figurines that your kids have made at school or at, you know, um, Sunday school class, or if they did an art camp, or if they even went down to the neighbor's house and made some type of um, beaded bracelet and they gave it to you, you can wear that. I think I've posted pictures all the time of, um, things that little friends make for me in sessions when I'm working with kids and I wear it. And so if you have things like this around your house, I want you to um, let them be seen because what message that sends to your child is that I matter. Look at this. Mom is all about mom likes a pretty house. And look, my picture's over there in the family room. And oh yeah, my figurine is this. Okay, my house is full of them. And so I will do a little video later and show you how many things I have um, that my kids have made from years past. Like I have some little broken um, ceramic turkeys that I put out on my table every year for Thanksgiving. They are the most raggedy, taggedy looking things They make me so happy and the kids too, because they remember making them and it makes it more special. It personalizes it. So if you walk through my house, there are things all over the place that send the message to my kids when they were little, like, wow, oh, there's my thing I made in Mrs. Lamb's class. And I like that. And I think dad likes it too, because it keeps You know, it's like right here on his desk, right next to his coffee coaster. So it's it's an easy way for your kids, again, to feel um, like they matter, like they contribute to their to your family, like they're important, that they um, that you see them and hear them. And those projects are an expression of something they like, the colors they were using. I mean, for my kids, if you look around, like we have some that are, you know, as teenagers, we can say, yeah, that's pretty ugly. What were we thinking putting those colors together? But again, I love it because it it's a, an age and a stage that they were in. And so it's it brings back memories, which is what I want my house to create. 
So this is the easiest way. Okay. Um, like I have a coffee mug that one of my kids made. It's my favorite one. Um, I use it all the time. You've probably seen it in some of my stuff. It um, has dots on it. I can see it right now. It's at my desk over here. Um, it's got polka dots, yellow and blue and pink. Well, I happen to love yellow and blue. So, ah, so things like that are easy to do because you can just post a picture that they did. Maybe it's a sign, something that they um, created themselves and it sends the message to them that, you know, you saw it, they are known in your house and in your home. And that is super important for a child to feel that validation and that approval. And you don't have to be in the room with them. You don't have to be, you know, verbally speaking it to them. This is a way that they're getting that message and you don't even have to say a word. They're going to get that message every day. If they walk right in your, the room um, off your garage and there's like two cool pictures of something they did that are important every single time they walk in and out of that garage, they see it and they're like, ah, there I am. Mom likes that. Or yeah, dad wanted to put those here because he really likes this cool picture of this hill I drew or whatever. Okay. So again, I invite you to view it from a young child's mind of, hey, oh yeah, I matter. And I absolutely want every single child to know I matter. I matter here in this house. This is my house and I matter to my mom and dad and they see me, they hear me. That's our first way. Okay. The second way is through what I like to call a communication box. And so this could be um, an old shoe box. This could be um, a fancy little wooden box but it is a place where your kids can leave you a note, write something down. If they cannot write, they can draw a picture, but it's, it's a place that they can communicate with you when you aren't there. So they can express, they can get out whatever they want to tell you and they can actually deliver it. So they can have the thought, they can say, okay, I, I really wanted to tell mom this, but I know she's in a meeting in her office. And instead of when you come out of the office and all your kids are like, you know, just giving you a barrage, everybody's talking at once and they're hanging on your leg and you can't hear any of it. If you have a box that say, okay, this is going to be our communication box. This is going to be our banter box is another thing. I've called it with another family. And so you can tell me stuff. You can, if good, bad, or ugly, you can leave it here. You can sign your name or not. Um, or you can make a picture. And this allows them, again, to express, to communicate with you, to feel like they can be seen, heard, known but you don't have to be sitting right there with them. And so for boys, they might, sometimes it takes longer to get out like what they really wanna say. So you might have to wait a little bit longer 
And I know a lot of parents who are like, no, I don't have three minutes to sit. And the first two and a half, I just have to sit there quietly. Like I need to be getting dinner started, folding the laundry, calling the doctor and practicing spelling words with another kid. So I don't have two and a half minutes to sit and do nothing. So this can be a way that instead of sitting and doing nothing, and even if you do sit and do nothing, you might be like, you know, the tension's rolling off of you, like, hurry it up, hurry it up, I'm waiting. And so your son is sitting there like, I'm not going to say anything. Like, she's too busy. She's too bothered. She's not even really here. So this could be a way that if your son can um, write, that he can express, hey, I was really bummed that I didn't get to do this. Or could we really do this? This is important to me or whatever. But again, you don't have to be in the room. They're just going to put it in the box or put it in the envelope or you come up with your creative thing that's going to work for your family to feel like they can communicate with you and then set the expectation up front. And, you know, me, I'm all about a family meeting or a little team timeout or what I call a quick huddle up. This is where you get your whole crew together and you're like, okay, here's what we're going to do, wherever. So, but you can tell them, okay, I want to try this. This is a new thing. We're going to have this communication box and you can tell me whatever. I don't want to miss anything. And, you know, you can say, I don't want to miss anything going on with you guys. I've, I have a busy week at work. Um, this is going to be our spot. You leave anything you want to tell me, anything that's big with you, put it in this box and then I'll, um, I'll give you an answer. Or I'll come talk to you. And again, this is going to be specific for you, how you want to deal with it or, um, or how your family flows best to say, this is when I'll respond. And that might give you as the parent, just a little bit of freedom. Like you want to know what's going on with each of your kids. You want them to feel seen and heard and known, but this gives you a little bit of freedom of when you can respond. And sometimes that's great because for me, sometimes they'll tell me something and I'll take it in and I might have kind of that knee jerk response. But remember, usually that knee jerk response is not gonna be the best response for the long term good values, character, all of that. that that's the child I'm building. And so a lot of times the first thing that hits me, I, I might come back and have a snarky comment or judgment or what in the world was your friend thinking about that? So now I just try to um, hold it in. So if they can write you a little note about it, then you can also really have time to think about it. Like, okay, this is what I want to say. So this could be a really good thing. I'm going to give you one more and I'm trying to decide. I have a whole list of them. And so let me know if this is something you want to hear more of, because again, I want to give you ways that you can actually not be in the room or not there, but your child still feels like you are, still feels connected to you, still feels known by you. Okay. Okay. I think the last one I'm going to do for today is, um, Okay, I think I'm going to do for you to leave a sticky note 
someplace for your child. It can be something that you've noticed them do well this week. It could be on the note you're going to put, hey, I'm really looking forward to our one-on-one hour. Like I recommend as often as possible, you have a one-on-one connection with each of your kids at least once a week. For young kids, I say, you know what? Have If you have one child who gets up earlier, he gets to help make your coffee. Like that coffee time with mom, that's fun for him. And then that is time that you can be focused on what's up with you? What do you want me to know about you today? What do you want to tell me about you? And our words do matter. And so I like to say it like that. What do you want me to know about you today? Not what do I want to know about you. I want them to have the freedom to tell me what they want to tell me. And that's that's a big difference there. Like I want to empower them to tell me what they feel compelled to tell me. I, I could ask them a million questions and drag all kinds of information out of them. But I also, I want to know like, what do you think is important to tell me about you today? What you're feeling, how how you're feeling about this or new school, or you want to try that or this happened. And so um, a sticky note could be a way that you say, Hey, how, you know, what do we want to do this week? What are we going to do on our one-on-one date? Do you want to go on a walk like we did last week? Do you want to play out in the backyard? Asking them, giving them the choice, letting them have, again, it's that choice of being in partnership with you. So you're not telling them what to do. They get a say in it. And when your kids get a say, they are like, ah, they feel like, okay, my parent totally gets me. Like I get to pick, I get a say, they know me. They're going to get what choice that um, the child wants to make. So um, the sticky note could also be just something that you noticed about your kid this week that they did well. And it can be, I always recommend something pretty small and not something like, oh my gosh, you scored the goal in the soccer game in overtime. You were amazing. Okay. Everybody's going to notice that. That would be like the common thing that they would get approval and validation. But I want you to notice something kind of just really ordinary Like, oh my goodness, you did such an awesome job getting your backpack packed up, getting your shoes on, helping your little sister out the door for school. And it was the third day and we were all so tired. Thank you. Because what that does for your child is they're like, ah, she saw me. I helped. She knows that I contribute to this family. And this helps you in spades because when your kids feel like you see them doing little things that are helpful and positive and contributing, and remember, God created us to be in community. So we have like naturally in our body and how we operate, we are wired to be um, in community and to give and to help. And so when we do that, 
we feel good. Anybody feels good. If they are taking the focus off of themselves and help somebody else, it triggers chemicals in our brain like, oh, this feels good. So same for your little kids. And a lot of times parents will look at me like, what do you mean? My three-year-old can help? And I'm like, yes, absolutely. Your three-year-old can contribute a lot and they want to, and they feel so good about it. So when we acknowledge the littlest thing that they did, they're like, ah, that, that totally worked. I totally helped mom. That felt great. Guess what they're going to do tomorrow? Help, help again, help some more. And that's what we want. I want moms and dads doing less, kids doing more, but in a helpful contributing that they feel so good about it. Okay, another way you could do the sticky note or just a little card is you can place a pillow under their, um, put a little note under their pillow. I mean, I don't know who in the world said the tooth fairy had to have the market on the excitement of a child waking up and looking under their pillow. Like, I want to see what's under there. What? Okay, so you could put a fun little note. Like, oh my gosh, I had so much fun swinging last night at the park with you. You made me laugh. And this mom needed to laugh. I had a hard day or something. So that is where a four-year-old can be like, yeah, I made mom laugh and she needed that. I am seen, I am heard, I am known. And you weren't in the room. You didn't have to tell them. You just slid a little note under their pillow. And guess what? Now they're like excited. They're like, ooh, maybe I'm going to get another one. I wonder if I can make her laugh today. I wonder if I could help clean out um, the litter box for the cat. What could I do? Because especially with young kids, their stage and age of development they want to connect with you. They're trying so hard to be seen and known and to help you and to spend time with you. And so when that's where right where they are developmentally, we want to capitalize on it, right? So let them, let them help you in some way. Like, oh my gosh, thank you for making me laugh. I needed somebody to make me smile. If you all know how my day went yesterday, I totally flubbed my webinar. And um, and all of my kids knew because they were kind of walking in and out of the house the day before when I was like working on Canva and um, couldn't get my slides to look right. And they knew. I mean, you know, I, I was just like, oh my goodness, I worked so hard on this thing and it did not work. And I locked everybody out of Zoom and the internet was unstable and these 9 million things went wrong. So all of my kids were like, oh, I'm sorry, mom. That's a bummer. So when we kind of voice and are not embarrassed, ashamed um, to be transparent with our kids and fail and let them see, they can actually contribute and help by, by giving us compassion, by giving us empathy. And that is a way that, again, they feel seen and heard because they know that they gave you a little bit of encouragement. So you weren't doing anything. They were kind of giving to you. And like one of my kids, they were, Will was working. 
And so, um, but he came in and I, he must've been in contact with his sisters because he was like, oh, that's a bummer mom about your thing. So, you know, again, I was getting the 18 year old boy version of compassion. That's okay. I'll take it because I want the age and stage of right where they are. So there are, I mean, I have a whole list of other ways that your kids can feel heard and seen and known by you. And you really aren't doing anything at all. In fact, the majority of them, you're not even in the room, which is my goal. Easier, relief. Let's parent smarter, but not harder and not more exhausting. I see you if you are trying so hard to be everywhere, do everything, and it just, it's going to exhaust you. And I want to give you different strategies. Okay. You know, you can find me. Instagram at Kelly K. Shoup. There's my monthly membership. There is um, one-on-one coaching. And then also I have um, a way that you can walk longer term with me. So, okay, good luck. Use some of these strategies. You're not in the room, but your kids are getting the message that they are heard and seen and known by you. Did you like what you heard in this episode? If you did, please share it with a friend and be sure and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app. Reviews are always appreciated. As a reminder, my show is also on YouTube. In YouTube, search for Kelly K. Shoup. That's K-E-L-L-Y-K-S-H-O-U-P. Be sure to click the subscribe button and hit the bell for all notifications. To learn more about my work, helping families, or to contact me, go to kellykshoop.com. Again, that's kellykshoop.com. Thanks so much 